Hey everybody, welcome to the broadcast podcast, Taylor Radio. Here I am, your host, Taylor. So, I know that I often talk about the challenges of navigating the current environment. Now, don't get me wrong, I know that I've got it pretty good, right? I mean, I'm not wanting for many physical things. This is really all about the quest for, you know, uh, achieving more purpose, trying to find the path uh, in a world where most of my needs are already taken care of. You know, how do I search out new obstacles, new challenges? How do I know which obstacles and challenges to go after? That's one of the big things. Those are some of the big questions that I deal with all the time. And one thing I've talked about a lot is anxiety, especially because for me, I didn't realize that I had a lot of anxiety. I, maybe I didn't, but over the last several years, most likely just natural growth in terms of responsibilities, you know, like having to pay bills, rent, you know, pay loans, things like that, probably just natural shit in life. Also, the uncertainty about the future has brought me quite a bit of anxiety. Something I also have been battling with a lot is whether or not I'm making the right decision in terms of my career choices. So as I've mentioned before, I, you know, I teach English online as a big thing, and I've been working with my dad in a small family business, but I won't be doing that for long. The family business. But I've got other side hustles and other things that I've been working on. And I constantly wonder if I'm doing the right thing. I look around and I often compare myself to maybe where I would have been had I not quit my job. Right, um, I would have had a stable salary, most likely. Probably would have gone to another consulting firm. I think about that a lot. I think about that a lot, and I think about it mostly because I am very uncertain about what the future holds. Right, I. It's when you're doing what I'm doing, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are kind of on this path. When you're kind of in this you know, small business or entrepreneurial realm, you're not always, um, because you're like, my default state is pretty much like, how can I expand my services or what can I bring to the market? Like, that's what I think about a lot. But when I think about the uncertainty of the future and I get, you know, and I wonder if I'm doing the right thing, then I think about, (laughs) am I going so far out in this realm that I would not be able to return to a regular job. Like, what would I do? Anyway, before I go too far down that rabbit hole, I want to go ahead and talk to you about an article I read by Gary Vaynerchuk. It's really good, or I would say it's, um, I, what is it, apropos, whatever the fuck that means. It seems really relevant to what had I've been thinking about a lot lately. And this is the title of it. You can find it at GaryVaynerchuk.com. It's called 
don't get tricked by your late 20s. So obviously the, uh, the, perfect, the perfect headline for my current state. He says, a lot of people feel anxiety when they hit their late 20s. When you hit 27, 28, 29, or 30, more and more of your friends will be getting married, having kids, buying homes. On the surface, it can seem like they made it. It's easy to look at them and start auditing where you're at in life and wondering why you haven't made it. It's a tricky stage. But the truth is, if you're under 30, you're just barely getting started. So I don't know about anybody else out there, but those that first, that, those first uh, several sentences pretty much sum up some anxiety that I feel, right? I wonder, I wonder a lot of times, like, what are people thinking of me? You know, like when I tell them what I do, even though like, yeah, I can support myself. And if I put in more time in one area, I mean, I'm doing fine. I'm doing well. It's, I still wonder like, you know, what I I often do compare myself to others, or I think about what others will think of me. You know, and so it kind of bumps me out for sure. So let me continue here. He says, a lot of people don't understand how long life really is. Many young people today will end up living beyond 100 years old. And with most of those years being good, healthy years, that means if you're 30, you've got about 60 to 70 years more. You've got about 60 to 70 more years of execution left. That means you could start from zero at 30 and do nothing right for the next two decades and you'd still have an entire lifetime worth of execution in front of you. Okay, so that that is a good perspective, um, but it's tough too, right? Uh, I, I go back and forth on that because he's right. It just depends on what you're trying to do, right? So like I want to be a successful entrepreneur, a successful businessman. But at the same time, it's like I do want to have a family at some point, you know? Like I do want to have that. And so that whole thing about I've got 60 to 70 more years of execution, the question is of what execution, right? If my only goal is to be an entrepreneur, that's true. But how do I balance that with the need to or with the desire to have other things in my life, like a family, relationships, and other just other things in general. But he does make a good point. And the point is, is that like in today's age, with the amount of risk there is in the system in terms of just being able to live, it's really low. And chances are you'll live to be close to 100 I mean, assuming that you uh, aren't a fat ass and stuff your face full of shit that's going to kill you. And you exercise a little bit. Anyway, so this article is uh, really, really relevant to my state of thinking. He continues, he says, Redefine what it means to win. People get anxious and envious because they define the game in the same way the world tells them to define the game. He says, the reason I don't get caught, I don't get caught in keeping up with the Joneses is because I don't think buying more stuff is the indicator of success. I'm with him on that. That's not really my anxiety. My anxiety is more or less like, will I be able to, 
fulfill the other goals like, you know, successful relationships and things like that. You know, it's not necessarily just more physical things. I don't really give a shit about that either. He says, when people ask me which entrepreneurs I look up to, my answer usually surprises them. I don't answer with the cliche Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, and or other billionaires. I'm inspired by people in the dirt, normal people in average jobs who decide that they want to build something for themselves. People who don't get Facebook or Instagram but are determined to figure it out. People who have humility to put in work in the face of judgment. I don't care if you have a Rolex. I don't care if you've got a fancy house. I don't care if you're on vacation in Ibiza. That's why it's easy for me to not get jealous of people. So that's very powerful. He's making, I mean, to me, it's really impressive that he, that those are the people he looks up to, or those are the people he thinks about, your average guy. If you don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, you ought to check him out. Uh, his daily vlogs will definitely inspire you. His podcast will inspire you. Pretty much everything will, because even though he, he's a very wealthy guy, he works really hard. He works as though he has nothing, is what, at least that's how it appears. So... If anybody is out there looking for some inspiration, like if if you're stuck in the mud, I highly recommend Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, he, watching some of his stuff helped push me through some difficult times where I just needed to grind, grind, grind for just a little bit longer until I got to a little bit of a better place. And, you know, in which case I was able to think a little more clearly about kind of goals and aspirations. That's in where I'm at now is more of... um I'm thinking just a little bit beyond each step that I take, which, you know, at, there are plenty of times in my life where that's not the case, right? Where like literally you don't know what step, like you don't know where you're going, but you know you just have to keep going. And Gary V is fantastic when you're stuck in that part of your life where you're just like, fuck, I'm just, I'm working all the time and I don't know what I'm doing watching some of his shit will help you just be like, okay, I got to keep pushing a little bit further and it's good. So back to the content here. Um, I like his advice. Basically, you know, don't get caught up with the, what people are buying. So he's basically saying is don't get caught up looking at nice cars and like the fact that maybe when someone's 28 or 29 they're buying a house like i know people who are who bought a house in their early 20s or mid 20s personally never really appealed to me like i said this some the the this stuff doesn't apply to me in terms of the material objects not something that i've really been focused on and in fact i I'm not even interested in buying a house. I'm interested in buying property, but not a house. So this isn't even really a thing. Um, But I do worry about judgment. And what he says about judgment, people who have humility to put in the work in the face of judgment, that's powerful, right? So, you know, if you're working on a side hustle or if you kind of, if you jumped out of a big job to do something that is less stressful but allows you more mental and physical time to do things that you enjoy, you know, tell everyone to fuck off. <clears throat> anyway, um, let's see. 
as he continues, he says, develop patience by setting bigger goals. So check this one out. He says, too many people are trying to become millionaires by arbitrary ages like 25 or 30. I have to raise my hand on that one. (laughs) When I got into my family business, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire by 30. Fucking idiot. I'm such an idiot. (laughs) That's what I'm trying not to be, right? Anyway, he says, goals like that lead to short-term behavior. If you're in a rush trying to become a millionaire by 30, you'll take shortcuts and chase fast money, which means you won't be doing the right fundamental work for your future. Or worse, you'll hurt your reputation with things you try to sell. And when you don't hit your financial goals by 30, or whatever age you set, you'll have to reset at 30 all over again. Your self-esteem would start messing with your head. Instead, he says, my advice for 20-somethings is to, is to go bigger. My goals are to buy the New York Jets and become the most impactful entrepreneur of this generation. That's going to take me my whole life. That means I have to be patient, I have to go slower, I have to be more thoughtful and careful with my reputation. Most of all, I have to work hard and enjoy the process, whether or not the results come. So that is something that I am now understanding a lot more. It's taken me a long time to appreciate what he says about patience. I'm finally getting it a little bit. I'm getting it a little bit. I'd say not totally because I am impatient, right? I'm 26, about to be 27. And I, I mean, think about it. When I was 23, when I was 23 or 24, when I quit my job, I was definitely impatient. Though I have developed a much longer term view, for sure. And my long term view of life is what prompted me to quit my job to a degree because I was like, I just had a really bad feeling that I wouldn't want to be in the position I was in, in terms of, you know, basically being lorded over by managers that may or may not have known what they were doing and dealing with customers that I didn't want to deal with and just doing things I didn't want to do, right? Like I, you know, I think coding and programming is super interesting, but the shit that I was doing was not interesting. I actually loathed it. And so I just told myself, I don't want to do this for 20 years. I don't want to do this for 10 years. That's when I jumped on this, you know, small business entrepreneur bandwagon. And it's, boy, has it been a fucking ride. And since then, though, I've developed a much longer term outlook. And that's kind of what prompts the anxiety, though, right, to a degree, because I'm like, what the fuck am I going to be doing in five or 10 years? Like, how is this going to pan out? Right? Like, I don't want to just teach for 10 years. Like, that's why I'm trying to grow other things. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Right? Because I want to do more. I want to add more value. I want to add more to the system than I'm currently doing. And that's also why I've got my side business of importing and selling uh, some niche fitness products, which I plan on doing a a um, private label situation soon, but I'm trying to figure that whole thing out and it's tough. Like I'm, I'm not good with marketing because I'm having trouble moving some of these items at times. At times, these things basically sell themselves. At other times, it is tough. 
So anyway, guys, his last piece of advice is to cut out negative people. One of the most painful things for people in their late 20s to do is cut out negative people. That might mean cutting off your friend you've been hanging out with since first grade. It might mean breaking up with a partner. It might mean talking to your mom less often. A lot of people understand this logically, but they don't really get it. So that's his advice. That's his advice. And he says uh, one of the fastest ways he's seen for people to build confidence is by hanging out with winners who fire each other up and cut out people who are dragging you down. That's important. So those are that's uh, Gary V's advice. So if you're in your 20s, mid to late 20s, struggling with anxiety, fear of the future, uncertainty, you ought to give this kind of stuff a listen. It's really interesting, very important, I think. Like I said, I struggle with this kind of shit all the time. Uh, sometimes I'm just super motivated, but at my lifestyle kind of isolates me when I'm working. I don't have a lot of contact with like peers or people that are kind of in my situation. So sometimes I get down on myself and I just question what I'm doing. But I think the key here is, you know, if you're not failing, right? If you're not, if you're paying your bills or if you're moving forward, if you're making progress, for what I get about this is basically fuck everybody else. Don't worry about what others are doing and thinking about you. And stay on target, cut out negative people, see where it can get you. By the way, that's not me in the restroom if you can hear that. (laughs) Anyway, guys, um, if anyone's out there listening, I really appreciate it. And uh, I will hopefully have some good stuff in store in the future. All right, guys. uh, Remember, in the words of the great Jordan B. Peterson... Pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. And uh, let's get our shit together.